0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the fourth annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies in October. We lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I am your host, Otis. This is episode three of this awesome show, and I am joined today by Katie. Hi. And Emma. Boogie. (laughs) Sound like Sam Eagle. (laughs) Boogie. (laughs) Boogie. Boogie. (laughs) And we are reviewing The Woman in Black. Do you believe in ghosts? I don't know. Hey, birthday girl. Can you help me out with the next part?
1: Hit that music. That's what you wanted from me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were pointing to because you pointed to like tagline. Oh like I don't, I don't know. <laughs> tagline. <laughs> <laughs> right? Tagline. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Happy Spookies, everyone. So, like I said, this is episode three of the fourth annual Halloween Screamathon, and we are reviewing The Woman in Black, the 2012 horror film, uh, English horror film based on, well, it's the second adaptation of a 1983 novel by Susan Hill named The Woman in Black. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, the first movie version was in 1989. So like I said, this came out in 2012 and it stars our boy, Daniel Radcliffe.
2: Oh my God, mm-hmm. Daniel I love him. Mm-hmm. And this is a
0: few months after Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows mm-hmm. Part 2. So he's still riding that high and spoiler.
1: He looks very young still.
0: Yeah, and spoilers probably money-wise. A lot of folks, a lot of younger people were like, holy shit, he's in a movie. And they went to it. Good thing it's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be depressing if it was shitty. would be like, man, this movie sucks. Uh, but no, uh, if you don't know anything about it, it's about a, it's set in early 20th century England, and it follows a widowed lawyer who travels to this tiny little scary town. That's where all the scary things happen and everything. And he discovers that a ghost, a very mean-ass ghost, is just terrorizing this town. And so, like always, it's up to him to try to save the day or not die. (laughs) seems to be the, the real thing. So, Katie, what did you think about The Woman in Black?
1: I really liked most of it. I think there were a lot of really good, like, jump scares and, like, this is definitely one of those movies where you have to be paying attention to the background as well as the foreground and what the main character is doing. Because there was a lot of weird shit happening in the background when like that he wasn't looking at, but that we could see from the audience perspective. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of really good ones. There was a point where I literally jumped at like a <laughs> stupid thing, but it did make me jump. So, you know, p- plus one in my book, but I did not like the ending. So I'm grumpy about that. But the rest of it was pretty
2: good. Emma, I would say I agree. It was an overall pretty good movie. Um, I didn't get scared, scared, but there were quite a few moments where it was rather startling. Um, But just because you do get sucked into that whole, oh, shit, is there going to be some stuff in the background? Holy crap, there is stuff in the background. Oh, my God. And then something happens in the foreground and you're like, fuck. (laughs) Why wasn't I watching the obvious? But no, I mean, it was a fairly decent movie. The storyline was okay. I mean, I didn't hate it. I just, like you said, the ending was very meh. I felt left behind.
0: <laughs> so yeah, Otis. I liked it. I will say the ending was, uh, it. so it's weird. I'm, I feel a bit spoiled with sometimes with endings where it seems like, And actually, the ending, spoilers for all you folks out there that haven't seen it yet, but it kind of reminds me of kind of the third act of The Ring. And if you haven't seen it, sorry. But how the mom is like, we did it. We saved the day. And it's like, oh, my God, you made it worse. And it's like, oh, shit, really? But in this one, you know, it seems like things are good, but then it's not. And I'm like, "Mm, that was fucking weird. The I'll bring up the novel's ending, which I think was cooler to read but then i was like oh really fuck man that's even worse so there was that actual worse ending to this movie but they changed it because it was like wow oh, that's really depressing so i i get i don't know it seems like they couldn't really win either way i i liked it it's pretty solid for a pg-13 film it wasn't bad it had some pretty good jumps there's one i believe a ghost face like comes into like glass and screams
2: uh-huh
0: my body tightened up for a second. I was like, dang, okay, you, you got me. I, I think it was like a bird flying by or something. Yeah. and I was like, it's good.
1: The bird popped up out of nowhere. That's why yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it was did. shocking.
0: Like this movie, I could see this in a theater. If I watched it in 2012, you know, in a theater, it was it, it would have been solid. I'd have been like, dang, that wasn't that bad. But unfortunately, some scary movies when, you know, you let 10 years go by and absolute bangers come out it's it's all right the story i've seen better in this sense um it was all right honestly uh more on the side of give it a shot than don't watch it like i said i'm very very passing in a lot of scary movies because i like shit thanks killing man that's about a puppet turkey killing white kids (laughs) I i think it's like one of the best movies ever so i'm very very passing of a lot of things, but yeah, it's it's all right. I'll probably watch it at some point, but it's not it's not one that I need to buy and listen to the commentary and learn every piece of it. But it was all right. So the one of the the production companies for this film in Britain was Hammer Films or Hammer Horror, another name it go by. And no, not the Kate Bush song, which I learned a little bit ago, but they are the company. In the 70s, they cracked out some of the best versions of classic horror movies ever. So we got uh, Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Count Dracula, the Mummy, all these ones. So when Count Dooku played Dracula, yeah, it's this company that did it. They dipped out for huh. a while because there was an oversaturation, go figure, of horror movies. <laughs> And so it kind of died out in the mid-80s and around the 2000s. It was bought by other people and stuff. And it came back. So in 2010, we reviewed one of their films, Let Me In. and uh, Which is a
2: wow. good
0: fucker. And they have a couple of ones. Uh, this is the second one that actually, this is their fourth movie that they did. So they're going pretty good. You know, they, they got some good new ideas out there, but I, I didn't know that. I didn't know this was the same company that made all these classic horror films. You would think a company like that would just stay forever. But yeah, <laughs> they fell apart at some point, which is scary to think. But huh. this film is a little special because the rating for it. So in Britain, they have. So in America, our rating system is what? G, PG yes pg13 r and then MA, nc17 yeah. nc17
2: yeah
0: so they have kind of like that it seems like it's more steps to it so they have universal that's for everybody it's like kids movies uh parental guidance so mild language and then 12a so that's the one where um no one younger than 12 years old can see it unless accompanied by an adult
1: that's a pg13 film yeah and then they have 12
0: where like 12 years, super only for 12 years and over, and no one younger than twelve may rent or buy oh, it.
1: So that's video release and cinema release. Pretty much the same thing, just slightly different.
0: Then they have 15 and then 18. 18 is like rough because it's like, you know, explicit sex references and scenes. 18 is boobies. And then R eighteen is hardcore pornography. Sounds like nice. R eighteen, really? That's that's the number you give it, not MA or something, but so a lot of
1: NC-17 so
0: yeah but porn is like MA
1: no porn is X
0: oh yeah (laughs) so it doesn't have a number there it seemed kind of odd with the number or not rated yeah Yeah. (laughs) hell I don't know so this film it actually came out as a a 15 and a lot of companies the ones that were funding it they were like no you got to take some stuff out this is a bit rough and I was like really this was a bit rough. Probably the the suicide references and the crazy. And I could see and a lot of people dying in it. So they yeah. dropped it down to a 12A. And apparently this was like one of the most like fussed about films because of the rating. And I was like, really? So even back in 2012, you know, people had something to say about Daniel Radcliffe in a horror movie, which I think is so odd. So, so we'll get through this story uh it's it's a quick one um i think you can find this one i think you have to rent it just about everywhere or you know put your pirate hat on uh pg-13 it's about an hour and a half yeah it's quick yeah it went yeah. pretty quick so uh we'll, we'll get through this bad boy so we have a cool little flashback to a couple of years before the movie full-on starts back in 1889 and we see three little girls playing in a nursery and you see them just kind of stop playing and they see something in the room that we don't see. So I was like, oh, eh, okay. And they head to the window and hop out the window to the deaths, And it's like, oh, shit. So uh, I forgot what you said at the beginning, Katie. Oh, man. You had a a good metaphor or something. You didn't say Pied Piper. You, you said something right when we started watching it. But, yeah. So kids are dying. So we meet up in 19, 1910. We meet up with Arthur Kipps, and it's old Dan Rad, a very grumpy dad. He has a son, and the son's like, Hey, dad, look at the picture I drew of you. And he's like, Yeah, that's cool. And he's like, No, look at it. And it's like, That's the nanny. It's me. And then mommy. And he points to the sky, and it's like a little angel. And you, it's a stick figure of him with just a frowny face. And he's like do I don't have a franny face he's like that's how you always look and I was like oh
2: that kid straight up said it's just your face I about died I was like you started this shit off with three girls throwing themselves out a window and you just had that kid go it's just your face
0: <laughs> Like, right? fuck. so Arthur tells his son that he's only gonna be gone for three days and he'll be back and he has a a job to go to because he's a lawyer and he has to Retrieve some documents left by alice drablo the owner of the eel marsh house in this isolated scary fucking scary estate in this marshland so he has to head out and try to sell the house that's where it all comes down to and arthur's boss is like hey man like we understand your whole plight because the uh his wife giving birth to his son she died in childbirth and it's like hey man i understand." you're upset and stuff but man that was like four years ago we need you to get going if you can't figure this sale out if you can't do this man I'm gonna let you go bud like so he is desperate <laughs> and when de- people get desperate they uh they ignore things way too long <laughs> so Arthur he heads into town and it's rainy and sad and he meets up with uh, a man named Sam What's Samuel what was his last name daly samuel daly is the man that he meets real nice dude and he's like hey i'll give you a ride <laughs> from the the train station he has an automobile and because he's got money he seems to be the only person in the town that has a car i'm like dang that's kind of cool so second he gets there all the villagers are like grumpy and they don't really care about him he makes it to the hotel he's supposed to stay in and he's like uh arthur kipps that's the name should be under He's like, nope, don't got anything like that. He's like, but but I'm supposed to stay here for like a week or a few days. And he's like, nope, don't got any room. And he's like, but what about that room? He's like, well, you can put them up there in the attic. And then we find out it's the same attic where the girls jumped out the window. So I was like, it's a big old circle. Arthur meets up with tons of people, that folks that don't really want to help him out. But he meets up with a guy that takes him in his carriage all the way to the Eel Marsh home and this is vintage scary stuff. He gets into the house, there're scary noises happening and rooms that are locked up. And then he sees a strange person in the woods kind of standing there looking at him, just dressed in all black. And like this giant like dress situation. And he's like, "Who the fuck is that out there?" Goes out to the woods and doesn't see anybody. So it's like, like I said, it, it's typical ghost stuffs happening to him. So he actually heads out to the the road that gets you to the to the house, and so it's on marshland, which means multiple times during the day and night, the tide gets a little too high, and there's no way to get back from it. And so that all that whole road is just muddy and. Kind of quick sandy.
2: out.
1: Yeah, the house becomes kind of like a, its own private island.
2: It's like Mont-Saint-Michel in France.
1: While the tide is up and then it's just surrounded by essentially a bog
2: because yep. the sand
1: is so just shitty.
0: And so while he's out on the road, th- this giant fog just bank comes out and he hears screams in the fog and he's trying to find the person because someone sounds like they're in trouble. And he hears at least two voices Hears a child's voice screaming, but he can't find the people in trouble. And he actually meets up with the carriage and the grumpy dude that doesn't give a fuck about him anymore. So he makes it back into town. He goes to the constable to be like, "Hey, man, there's somebody out there in trouble. I couldn't find him." And he's like, "Oh, you're at the weird house trying to sell it." And he's like, "Man, I heard a woman's voice out there." And the constable's like, "Oh," and his face kind of straightens up for a second. He's like, "Well, let me." I got to look at some stuff in the other room. He leaves. Three kids come in. And their sister, Victoria, she ingested lye. So lye is... It's
2: like an acid.
0: Yeah. Strong alkali. It's it You clean shit with it. And that's something you don't want to ingest. And she ingested a fuck ton of it. Because their mom was somewhere else. And so...
1: Yeah. And the whole town blames it on Daniel Radcliffe. Because he stayed in the evil house. Yeah. Not the fucking mom who left the cleaning supplies in range of a small child. You dumb bitch.
0: Yeah. Nah. nah. Hey, new guy just came into town. That's why my daughter drank lye. His fault. Yeah. <laughs>
1: he did it. Not me that left my three small children unsupervised and the cleaning supply cabinet unlocked.
0: Right. I'm um, numb, numb. So on. Uh, that night, his new cool friend Sam with a car invites him to dinner and he tells him before he meets his wife elizabeth he's like hey man um if you just don't bring up like kids because you know just don't bring up our kid or anything like that just it would make things easier he's like okay that's fine man instantly elizabeth's like do you have any children and he's like oh yeah i got a kid and she's like we uh, had a kid have a kid he's like oh we have
1: kids (laughs) i'm sure you wouldn't mind if the twins came to join us
0: And they come out with two white little chihuahua dogs. They're cute. They have little sailor outfits on. It was pretty cute. Robin (laughs) and Steve. And they're, they're eating at dinner. And then Elizabeth starts talking about her son. And she, oh man, it starts getting rough. And she seems to take on a new voice. And she says that their son wants to write something. He wants to draw a picture for him. Later on, he looks at the picture and it's a picture of someone hanging from a tree. He's like, that's fucking weird. So Elizabeth, she's kind of losing her mind and they have to, I don't know if it's chloroform, but they put something on a rag and put it on her face. And, and she got quiet real quick.
1: They chloroform yeah. the shit out of her.
0: <laughs> she's like,
1: ah, ah.
0: They're like, oh. Does
1: rag smell like chloroform to you?
0: She's like, it does. <laughs> 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 And she starts hitting those Z's. Uh, it, it it's bad man so Arthur he is heading back into town and he sees oh no uh, the guy his name is Jerome the young daughter she barricaded herself in the basement and she doesn't want Arthur's help because the girl thinks that he's responsible for the the girl that drank the lie or ate the lie her death so everybody just hates him and they're like, you're new. Things started happening again. You're the reason for this. And he's like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Sam, he keeps telling him, like, hey, man, like, you're just chasing shadows out here. There are no ghosts. There's no evil thing. This whole town's just full of just idiots. You got to get out of here, man. No one's gonna buy that house. And a gang, like all the dads in town, try to stop him from going back into the house. And they want him to leave because. You know all these bad things are happening. Kids are dying left and right, and Sam's like, "Yeah, my goddamn way." And he almost hits a guy, and he takes him, you know, back to the house. But so it it sucks for Arthur. He's just trying to do his job because he wants to keep his house. He wants to keep his life going the same way and stuff. So unfortunately, everybody in town hates him. So back at the house, Arthur discovers all of these letters and correspondence between Alice the owner of the house, and her sister, Janet. And he discovers that the sister wants to see her son, Nathaniel. But the Drablos, they actually adopted the son. So the son that drowned was the one that they adopted from her because they said she was crazy. She wasn't mentally fit to look after the kid. She's like, no, I'm not crazy. So it's like they snatched the kid from her. And there's tons of letters and stuff and she says she'll never forgive her sister and she's like, just revenge and all this stuff. She is super pissed about everything. So we see that a death certificate says that Nathaniel died in a carriage accident. He drowned in the marsh. So he's like, fuck, was that the voice I heard? And the real mom blames Alice for only saving herself and leaving the kid to drown so he's like you didn't even care about him enough to go back for him i don't understand how you can't save somebody that marsh i don't know maybe it ate up stuff real fast what we saw didn't seem that bad so we find out that the mom she she hanged herself in the nursery vowing that she was never forgive alice so you know what happens when people die and they vow vengeance on people things don't get better i'll I'll tell you that so at this point in the movie we have seen multiple signs of ghosts and different scary things happening in this house and radcliffe arthur sorry not daniel arthur is trying (laughs) his best to keep his shit together it's funny he's trying to ignore the things but he's like "Oh, that room went dark Let me look in here. Oh, God damn it. So he gets mad when the things jump out, but he's like, I don't know what else to do, man. (laughs) So from the window, he sees a boy crawling out of the the marsh, I guess, muddy. And he's walking toward the house and he has Sam's dog with him. And the dog is like the MVP of this movie, spoilers. And the dog keeps barking and like waking him up because there's a scene where he's actually sleep at the desk and every time they show his back you see something getting closer to him. Someone is like walking toward him and it's about to touch his shoulder and then the dog's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that the ghost, dog
1: was fucking fire in this movie. He and, was so yeah.
0: good. And then the ghost is like, oh, man, you woke up. I'll be back later. <laughs> and he, he heads outside and he sees dead kids in the marsh and he's freaking out and stuff so And he sees the woman hanging herself. Like I said, these ghosts are scaring the fuck out of him, And he doesn't understand what's happening. Like, it's just everything's going crazy. The next day, Sam picks up Arthur because he stayed the whole night to figure out the paperwork and everything else. And Jerome's house catches fire and his daughter is in the basement. So Arthur gets down there and he he runs into the fire and he's trying to save her. And she like seems to be in some type of a trance, and she's holding this like container of gas or oil. It was
2: a lantern.
0: Yeah, and
2: whole kerosene
0: just slams it onto the ground and catches on fire in front of Arthur, and Arthur's is like, "Fuck, man!" <laughs> and he runs back out, and he he's he seems very tired. He's like, I just, "I'm tired of seeing kids die in front of me, man." He's like, "I'm yeah. really trying." So Elizabeth. The crazy mom. Well, yeah, she's crazy. Um, she tells Arthur that the woman in black, it's its Jeanette. And she she is taking the, well, she's not taking the village children, but she's killing them for revenge for her son being taken from her. And Arthur realizes that his son, Joseph, is on his way to the fucking town that he's at. And he tries to get a uh, telegram out. But he doesn't get out in time because the telegram place is on fire. And so, well, damn. So he realizes he's got to take care of this problem himself before his son gets there because he knows nothing good's going to come of this. So Sam takes Arthur to the marsh and they actually find the car where Nathaniel died in and they actually get the body out of the marsh and they place it in the nursery. And then Arthur and Sam deal with their own separate ghost problems.
2: That whole scene gave me so much anxiety. Yeah. In the bog. I was like, "Uh uh-uh. Why are you putting your face under like tar black mud right now? You can't (laughs) even walk in it. Stop it.
0: (laughs) Stop doing the things. So they're dealing with ghosts and Sam actually gets locked in a room with ghosts and his son. He sees his son in the hallway. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? But they fix everything and Sam and Arthur, they hopefully think that Jeanette having her son back or the body would fix everything. And they actually dig up Jeanette's grave and put the boy, Nathaniel, in the grave with her. And so they're like, hooray, everything's better, hopefully. So Arthur, he meets his son and the nanny at the railway station. And so he's talking to Sam. And he's telling Sam, like, hey, man, thank you so much for this. Like, you know, are you going to get out of here? What are you doing? He's like, no, I'm going to stay. You know, This is where I live. He's like, I hope everything works out with you. And he stops holding his son's hand for reasons. And the son gets lured onto the train tracks by the woman in black. And so Arthur hops onto the train tracks to save his son. And they get hit by the train. Arthur and his son wake up at the train station, all quiet and very much like Harry Potter when he got blasted by Avada cadaver He's just a train station and they meet up with the mom and he's like, who's that pretty lady? And he's like, that's your mom, dude. And he's like, oh, cool. The second they got hit, Sam sees all the dead children and the woman in black on the other side of the train station and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Arthur was telling the goddamn truth. Even though he saw ghosts earlier, he still wasn't 100% for the whole ghost plan. He was just following Arthur to make him feel better. But no, there were real ghosts. He's like, well, I'll be dipped. So, (laughs) uh, Emma, who is your favorite character in The Woman in Black?
2: The dog. (laughs) Very nice. I really couldn't, like, like we said, it's a good movie. It's a decent storyline, but it goes by so fast. I couldn't like, none of the characters jumped out at me as being like, I fucking love that guy or like that dude was the best. It was the dog because that dog knew what was up. That dog was like, bro, why are you not paying attention to this? What's wrong with you? So yeah, it's the a dog for sure. Katie.
1: Mine was Sam Daly because uh, that dude was a fucking hoss yep he he literally literally was like hey yo dan rad let's meet up at my family's mausoleum
2: <laughs> let's go to the grave oh bro.
1: my god it was just like it was so fucking baller and then what was the next thing he did i said something about it while we were
0: watching it. oh well the town was like you should take him back to the train station he's like yeah you're right and reverses a little bit and then just guns it oh the yeah
1: trying to run everybody over oh yeah sam was the best he was like the one the only person in that fucking town willing to help yeah uh, and he tried to help arthur make it right like yeah. pull the boy's body out of the bog and all that stuff and like he's risk great. his brand new like fucking brand new car like yeah oh, this is 1910 these are like rarities as hell so For sure. i really liked sam and his ability to deal with all of the shit that was going on, not only in his own life but in the town as a whole, yeah. And what was going on with Arthur? So he was really cool,
0: for sure. Honorable mention: Emma beat me to it, but Spider the dog, homeboy, homegirl, <laughs> was doing work out there. Probably could see all the goddamn ghosts. Oh, like, for sure. Oh, this is really fucking groovy And
1: for sure, she was like, "Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing." Bart. Yeah. <laughs> bark bark wake up bitch there's some shit happening around you yeah every time
0: arthur (laughs) just got a little too distracted like bro it's right behind wake up (laughs) but no that dog was awesome it did did work and it's funny sam was like hey stay with my dog like i'm gonna have my dog stay with you because just it's better than being alone in that free, creepy fucking house all night he's like oh okay Dog was great kept him alive probably Mm -hmm. uh what a
1: well-trained dog too it stopped on the steps when he was out there to go chase whatever the fuck was out in the thing, I was like,
0: "Yeah, that's that yeah. a good dog. That was a good dog." But my actually favorite character was, was mm-hmm. Sam. He was great, a good friend. Even though he didn't fully believe Arthur and all his like endeavors, he was like, "I'm gonna help you because you'll feel better about everything." Like, you know, they're like, "Hey man, help me with this man. There's a mummy eating people at this old folks' home. Help me." He's like, "I don't believe you, but fuck it." Okay. <laughs> you know i'm not gonna be like no there is no mummy i'm going to sleep i'm like no and the next day it's like uh, katie saves the day from a fucking mummy i'm like damn she was telling the truth i could have helped her so it's better to just you know you're my friend i'm gonna i'm gonna help you even though you're probably crazy yeah <laughs> you know there's a ghost in the bog <laughs> probably not but i'll be out there with you i guess <laughs> so you're not alone so katie who is your least favorite character
1: Um, that would be all of the townsfolk. All of them. Yeah. As a whole, together. They were shitty as fuck. Just, like, assholes from start to finish. Everything Dan Rad did in this town. Like, they wouldn't even say hello to him when he first showed up. No, like, hi or cautious wave. No smile. It was just, like, oh, better run in your house and hide because... There's a mysterious dude here. He's probably going to kill us all. Like, the fuck? Yeah. Come on. Come on. And then when they went crazy at the end, just, like, blaming him for every single thing. Like, you can't... He's not doing anything. He's just here to take care of his fucking job, you asshole. Yeah.
2: That's for sure. Emma? I said the woman in black scream because when she screamed, I was like, who the fuck? Why? Why? Like, I get it, but why? That was piercing and unnecessary. Other than that, I agree with you, Katie, but yeah, no, that scream was just, that could have been something so much different and it would have been creepier.
0: (laughs) Right, I'm not even scared, I'm just angry.
2: (laughs) It almost reminded me of the Babadook when the the T-Rex from Land Before Time showed up. And I'm like, who the fuck authorized this? Like, a perfectly a good recall. movie,
0: Ruined. Yeah. <laughs> Who signed their name on the line that says this is yeah. the sound I want?
1: Yeah, Ruined. Fucking
2: bother. Sure was Ruined.
0: <laughs> so, I went with, I wrote Shitty Town. And so, there's tons of films where it's like the new person comes in it's like, you're the cause of all of this. I'm like, I just got here, bro. I don't even know where the fuck I am. And it's like, no, yeah. you're the one. So, you know it, it, it's it's a tried and true trope eh, alliteration so i i get why they did it but it's just it seems like they were just fine with the thing still being there it seems like they understood that it's not gone it's just as long as no one looks at it we're good instead of like hey maybe we should try to fix this you know but like i yeah. said people like to just not try after a while so i don't know they were shitty and they could have helped Dan out. So he was out there saving the fucking day. Even mm-hmm. though he didn't, really. She was. He still... went
2: bog diving and they were so ungrateful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like she was just as mad, even though he she got what she wanted. But like I said, I'll I'll talk about that in a little bit. So let's do seven word synopsis. Thank you for getting off my notes, Bella. So my first one is, it's a British version of Darkness Falls. So yep. Just the same way, lady gets wronged by the town or people. She vows that she will just be a mean, mean lady her whole afterlife. And if you look at her, she's ready to kill you. So it was pretty close to that. I mean, there were teeth involved in that version in Light, but uh, she (laughs) was ready to swing on anybody that messed with her a little too much. And you couldn't do anything to really stop her from being mean, just like this one. She she got what she she got her kid back. Like Arthur gave her the kid's body, and she's like, you know what? I'm still gonna try to fuck with you, even though you're the only one to tried to help. I don't like you, Dan Radcliffe. <laughs> and my last one is: wonder if Expecto Patronum would kill her because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good feelings, and you know she's all got bad memories. Maybe the good will make her stop being so killy. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> Hey, it wouldn't hurt to try. Katie.
2: Harry
1: Potter tries helping Ghost pass on, and villagers were bitches just like Alice Drablow. Yep. How dare she steal her sister's kid? Everybody's bitch, right? Yep. That whole town. Just assholes. Emma. Okay. Purple walls are a rather
2: bold choice. I thought
1: the same thing. I was like, this is 1900? Yeah. I was like, that is the whole house. Okay. And the wallpaper in the nursery? I was like, how the fuck?
2: Nuh-uh. Extreme. Uh creepy house with creepy dolls. I'm out. <laughs> and then my two alliteratives, hazy hellscape haunted house harasses house guests horribly. Hell yeah. And then bog-based black billowed bitch baits bunches. <laughs> black
0: billowed bitch. <laughs> so this film came out february 3rd hey it was a valentine's day kind of movie 2012 uh what do you ladies think the budget for the woman in black was katie
1: i said 10 dollar dues
0: okay emma 15 dollar dues and emma hits the cup a little bit closer his budget was 15 to 17 Dollar dues
1: Nice. Good job, Emma.
0: So uh what do you ladies think the box office was, Katie?
2: $30 dues.
0: Damn. <laughs> Emma.
2: $85 dues because it was fresh off Harry Potter. Harry
0: Potter. Egg- exactly. Emma, because this movie made $127. Redos. Fuck. <laughs> this movie made nasty money. It is probably, uh, for, the, for the longest, it was the highest grossing British horror movie for a very long time. I don't know what beat it, but it's been 10 years, so something obviously had to beat this movie. You know, 127 million can't be the fucking top of the hill <laughs> anymore. But no, it. I, I get why it was so big. When you have an actor or actress, that everybody's like, man, I fucking love them. They're doing a scary movie? Hell yeah, that's awesome, you know? Doesn't hurt, and it's not that bad of a of a movie, honestly. So yeah, it seems to work out. So before we get any further, um, the books ending. So at the end, Arthur he actually saves the day. Um, uh, he gets the body out of the marsh, and he discovers everything about the ghost, and he realizes that Nathaniel. Is, is dead. So he makes it back to, to London. He leaves and he marries a woman named Stella and he has a, a child of his own and he tries to ignore, put all that stuff behind him. He's like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm good. And so he's there at the fair one night and his wife and child are at, on a I don't know, pony ride and Arthur sees the woman in black and she steps out in front of the horse and startles it and the horse wrecks the carriage against a tree, killing his child and his wife. And, Arthur, and Arthur's like, I'm good. I'm, I'm fucked up, y'all. And that's the end of the story. So he loses everything because he got too close to this situation. Apparently, Well, I guess lose-
2: they did kind of reference that in the movie when he heard the screaming. It was his wife and his kid drowning in a carriage in the bog yeah but damn that's a hell of a different ending
0: yeah so i I get why they didn't just go with that but then the ending that they were gonna go with was they died but they don't even meet up with the mom it's just over and people were like shit he didn't get anything he didn't win anything from this story they're like oh he should i'm like yes man (laughs) he did a lot it's sort of like okay, we'll add the mom in the end, so at least he's back with his wife, and the, his kid gets to see his mom. I'm like, thank you, fuck. So they had to add something because all the test screens were like, this is fucking depressing. So, damn, yeah, I, I get it. So, uh, like I said, it's not a bad movie. You know, you know it could be better. So, minority kill count—that's a big old zero, big old zero. Everybody is English. So, we are at... Whoa.
1: I mean, English people can be of color. Well,
0: I, I didn't want to say white English people. I just said English. Okay. But you made me say it, so... I'm sorry. So, we are at 228 and a Tito Turtle. No moss, No moss. <laughs> so, does anybody have anything else to say about the woman in black? It's good until the end. Mm-hmm. God damn right. God damn right. They did make a sequel. Uh, Dan... They were trying to find a way to bring Dan back. Maybe he'd be, like, a ghost or something. You know, just bring him back because he made him, like, a ton of money. But he's like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) And they got other people. It wasn't good. And they're like...
1: Well, yeah, the (laughs) whole reason anyone saw this one was because it was Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's the problem. You kill off the good person. You're like, let's make another one. Motherfucker, how? (laughs) Right. You know, maybe it was a dream when he got hit by the train. I'm like, but then that just ruins every So it was kind of on them. If they were thinking about making it multiple, they should have had Dane Radcliffe survive. So that's on them. So Mm -hmm. fuck them so what
1: a terrible ending
0: right so with that that is the end of this episode so if you have any other cool fun facts about ghosts or uh, i don't know getting eerie ghost powers when you die don't tweet us but you can't tweet us anything about i don't know candy or nice things at Alan we have an email it is Alan
1: at we have a facebook ad Alan i just don't want an email
0: that's like hey man they look at this creepy little sign that i found in this like weird house and then like ghosts are like oh, i want to go to that house man I'm like see see fuck this us up <laughs> So, the music you listen to right now, that is Fucking Fine Esper, looking to see anywhere you can search for them. Studio Feet says, thank you so much for these artworks. So, this was episode three. Uh, We're moving, we're shaking. Uh, There's tons of new movies coming out soon, so there will be some farm fresh episodes. Like, hey, we just watched this like 20 minutes ago. Let's do an episode over it, So, I'm, I'm pumped, and uh, it, it's good to be back in October. It makes me feel good. So, um, thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow for another scary film. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Toots.
1: Patrona,
0: you killed me. I have a lot of bad things in my body.